Hello, everybody. Welcome to another first-run bald movie. Uh, I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Jim. And tonight, we are here to talk about Disney's latest live-action cash grab, The Lion King, directed by John Favreau. And, you know, I never would have guessed that the man who breathed life into a multi-billion-dollar franchise by taking a third-tier Marvel property like Iron Man and taking passion for the source material... Uh, I, I never would have thought that he would have brought that same passion to the Lion King. And you know what? I was right. Because, yeah. in my opinion, this movie is like the most... Uh, of all the pointless Disney remakes, this is the most pointless. And the one that comes off the shabbiest compared to its source material. Uh, Jim, what did you think? And then maybe talk about your personal relationship with the Lion King, if any. <laughs> so, I think the John Favreau had quite the passion for the source material because he just recycled it Hmm. and not in like the way where you, I don't know, take something you have that's old and fashion it into something new that's useful in a different way. This was the lion King. Like this is the most lion King lion King movie uh, outside of the lion King. (laughs) I mean, the, the thing is, it's like, it's, it's the lion King. Only all of the animals were injected with Botox. Yeah, it's, it's a new style of, of animation. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only thing that was different about this movie in any way. Right. There's one hint of a new song. None of the plot points are any different than The Lion King you remember from 94. It's, it's just, all the same. It's just a it's just a, a across-the-board worse version. Yeah, and completely, like you said, unnecessary. I think this is... like The thing I liked about Aladdin mm-hmm. is they kind of took it a direction and yeah. modernized it, updated it. Yeah, the problem, the, the parts that were a little creaky and a little stale mm-hmm. where we, how we've moved on as a society, they've kind of you know propped it up and they didn't try to like out Robin Williams, Robin Williams on the genie. Uh-huh. And, whereas this, it's like, I don't understand how when the animation test came back for these animals, Favreau wasn't like, okay, we got to ditch this documentary approach and have these lions smile, give them some fucking eyebrows, uh-huh. uh, allow them to show some genuine grief and rage because... We know I've seen The Lion King many, 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 many times, mm-hmm. um, and there's a couple of scenes where you're you're geared up to anticipate, and it's exactly the same lines, exactly the same framing, except for uh, Simba's face is a grim, frozen mask mm-hmm. that is capable of showing anything other than like, honestly, my house cat's more expressive. <laughs> um, I, I, that's the thing that really, really surprised me. And I saw a list of problems with that in like some of the trailers I saw, but like, I don't know. Uh, it, I mean, it's, this isn't a bad film. In fact, no. honestly, the first five minutes, I actually started thinking, well, maybe I'm wrong because it gave me the exact same goosebumps that the intro of the classic Lion King did. Playing the circle of life. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even then, it's like there's a couple parts where like, ah, uh, you know, like th- there's a couple things that, you know, uh, you can do in animation. Like when you blink and step forward in the sun, you can have a baby giraffe blink its eyes. And this, dra- I mean, if they did that with this baby giraffe, who the fuck knows? Because baby giraffes don't blink <laughs> in the sun, it turns out. Uh, it's almost, it felt like one of those old Walt Disney movies, like... Uh, uh, what is the journey home or whatever where they actually take a real puppy and a real cat kitten mm. and or they, they have like little homeward baby bound is that what you're talking yeah, homeward about? bound yeah okay. they try they make a movie around like their natural expressions and stuff yeah. um but there's just a i don't know i mean i i didn't really pay any attention to the casting like i didn't know anybody um 
and uh, there's some great cat like you know the Simba Nala Donald Glover Beyonce Knowles that's Mm -hmm. a fucking dynamite combination like John Oliver as uh, uh, the 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 major domo Zazu uh, is pretty inspired casting Um, the return of James Earl Jones as James Earl Jones you can't do better than that Uh, I thought that um, Billy Eichner as uh, Timon was really good Hmm. Um, I. Uh, Eric Andre, I th- no, was no, no, it no. Seth Rogen as Pumbaa. Seth Rogen was Pumbaa. Okay, yeah, yeah. Eric Andre was one of the uh, uh, hyenas. Mm. Um, I, I mean, like I said, it's just. I mean, we can talk about it uh, scene by scene, point by point in the trailer, <laughs> but or in the spoiler section. But yeah, I like. I do. I even want to on this one because yeah. if you've seen the Lion King, you've seen the entirety of this movie. Yeah, it's, it's not just, like they changed a damn thing. No, they drained it's, it's all scene the color, for scene. all the life. Um, yeah. Apparently, the animators didn't get the note that the scene uh, "Can You Feel the Love Tonight" actually takes place <laughs> at night, not at uh. noon. Uh-huh. Like there's many, many references to it being evening and it being night, and then it s- blends smoothly into another night scene that's really pivotal. And what the fuck? What the fuck? Why are they? Why are they having animating these lions in broad daylight? I don't know. Because you can, they're more expressive in the day. I don't know. They're more expressive in the day. That's why the only thing I think of is the other thing is speaking of that, I defy you to tell any of those lionesses apart. Mm, yeah, like it's tough. In the cartoon version, there's subtle variations in color, facial mm-hmm. expression. I mean, they're all kind of unique individuals. At least you know the, the Nairobi and uh, Nala and the ones that actually have speaking roles. This, like, they literally all look the same. And when Simba's fighting Scar, there's many times I lost track of who was yeah. Simba and who was Scar. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and they, I found it hilarious that these battles are so bloodless. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know how you get a name like Scar if <laughs> nothing can cut your skin. <laughs> yeah, I know, because, like, be, yeah, like, it's canon that Mufasa fucked him up. Yeah. Bit part of his ear off and mm. really hideously scarred him. So, but, yeah, you can't do that when, uh, although... It's too realistic. You can't do it. I, I was kind of put off by the mature subject matter. They're, they're, they're saying the F-A-R-T word. They are in Disney yeah. now. Like they just let that slide through. Yeah, yeah. Re- really risking. Is this PG? I don't know. It probably is. Wouldn't that be stupid? Like it I'm sure it's is whatever PG the because it's fart. Whatever the original was. Well, I'm here, sure it's the same because it is the same. So, so I don't know. I'm maybe I'm a little hard on this movie, but I actually this was the very first Walt Disney animated movie I ever saw. Because uh, I my mom was a religious nut job. Uh, the type of religion. I mean, there's lots of different ways to be a religious nut job as a parent, but uh, her particular nut jobbery was uh, magic, anything magic, and and no I def- Aladdin, Aladdin, no a Fantasia. genie. Are you kidding? No, Fan- no um, mm, Sleeping Beauty. No Little, Little Mermaid, Mermaid with mm. the fucking sea witch. Get yeah. out of here. Those legs are magic. For I, sure. I remember the look my sister and I gave each other when Rafiki started doing his medicine monkey shit. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, God. And my mom's <laughs> eyes started twitching like, oh, it's a spiritism. That's a spiritism. I'm like, she's please do not storm out of that. We, we we begged her to take her. It's like, come on. It's the Lion King. There's no magic. There's no <laughs> warlock. And this fucking monkey starts doing 
you know the, the 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 magic adjacent shit he starts doing like some kind of weird uh monkey and melon based uh, divination he starts <laughs> doing uh martial arts karate at the end which is the other kind of like spiritism adjacent mm-hmm. but it was it it's uh, near and dear to my heart because i that's the very first and i remember just like just like being just completely amazed at the opening act and really moved when uh you know mufasa dies and uh like also, we had that movie. Uh, I think it was the only Disney animated movie for a long, long time that we had on VHS. And my brother and sister and I kind of wore it out over the course of a summer. So I lo- and I fucking love this the Super NES Lion King. Hmm. Okay, I don't think I ever made it past the third level because it's freakishly hard. <laughs> but there's a lot. I have a lot of affection for this source material, and I just to me. They should have cleaned it up, that, those prints, as shiny as they could make them. They should have completely uh, redone the sound and just re-released it because this is just, you know, if Lion King's a 10 out of 10 movie, this is like a 6 out of 10 execution of that movie. This is a high school musical version of the Broadway version of The Lion King. Here's what's new in premium content for our club members. This week, Jim's away, so the producer will play. That's right, it's time for another fabulous lunch with Talitha and Aaron. Not only do we have an alternate host lineup, we also are doing it on an alternate day. Lunch will be served on Wednesday. All that, plus the usual bullshit for me, served live, or catch the podcast version out later that day. We're about a month out from the kickoff of Badass Fest 6, so get your tickets now while available at baldmove.com slash live. Come watch an outrageously badass mystery film with us. Grab another snack and beverage from the theater's fully stocked bar. Then get back in your seat for a live recording of the accompanying podcast. Get more info and tickets at baldmove.com slash live. If you want more Bald Move in your life, head over to support.baldmove.com to find out how you can get tons of bonus audio and video content, plus ad-free feeds. I can see that. Yeah, so. I, I didn't find it offensive. I found that it was in in maybe everything except for the expressiveness of the characters. Mm-hmm. It was just as effective as the original was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was entirely unnecessary. This is a fairly obvious cash grab. Like, oh, yeah. I, I didn't feel that way coming out of Aladdin. I know a lot of people didn't feel that way coming out of like Beauty and the Beast and, you know, the the... The Dumbo? Did people watch Dumbo? Nobody watched Dumbo, right? Everyone, I heard Dumbo's pretty fucking shitty. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't see it. I didn't either um, because I heard it was pretty fucking shitty. And guess what? You got Milan coming down the pike. I don't... I've never seen Milan. I mean, it's a fine... It's, it's, it's probably one of the lesser of the new golden age of Disney. Like, it's kind of there in the Pocahontas level where it's like... Mm-hmm. You know, animation's still amazing. Song's not nearly as catchy. Mm. Um, core concept not as solid. And I, I've heard that they're actually eschewing the songs more or less in Milan and just huh. telling it like a straight, like a straight drama. Weird. Uh, I could be wrong on that. Um, but I just, I don't know. I, it, it's, it's not. It's, it's so cynical. Like you said, cash grab because it, it's not. It, it's not just a blatant uh, redundant cash grab. It's just the pace, these this relentless pace that they're that they're doing them in too. Yeah. Like I don't understand why we need five remakes of Disney live action Disney movies in a single year. 
Yeah. And I don't even know if it, it might be more than that. Like, I don't know if they've got, they're going to sneak something out past Milan before Christmas. I, I don't know. I don't know. They, they just cast the little mermaid. I, I don't know mm-hmm. how far that's, that that's behind, but who's playing Sebastian. I don't know. No. Okay. That's my know. biggest question about that movie. Uh, maybe Ahmed best. Jar-Jar okay. Ben- yeah, Mac- sure. Banks. Banks? Yeah. Misa, Misa Sebastian. Yeah. Yeah. Misa whoopie whoopie uh-huh. in the under the sea. Yeah. <laughs> La Poisson. Um so uh, I got some more stuff to say because I got I, I actually kinda wanna okay. I actually kinda wanna break it down scene by scene because you keep on saying that it's shot for shot for Lion King, and that's my biggest problem is that I don't think it is. I think there's what? I mean, they try. I mean, maybe not shot for shot, but beat for beat. I mean, okay, this, yeah, yeah. this story plot is one hundred percent. But every bit of the staging is is noticeably inferior and worse than than the than the the original. And some hmm. of the things that like, uh what they did to be prepared is a goddamn criminal travesty. That's one of my favorite songs from The Lion King, yeah. and I've never seen a more dispirited punting of a musical number. <laughs> than than i have um i don't know jenny nicholson who i consider the foremost expert on disney films on the internet uh suggested that there's also um a, a muted quality to the vocal performances like everything everyone's kind of like instead of like you know <laughs> even james earl jones instead of like you know just like because i remember i, I can I, I can hear in my <laughs> in my uh, head exactly how he says nobody messes with your old man or that I, I can I can hear like and they, they just didn't quite nail it and her theory is uh, th- they had to have all the actors scale back because if they were as emotive as the original Lion King it would look wildly out of place with the animation style it could yeah. so it's like the one thing that you could have gone 10 for 10 and let like, you know, Donald Glover and Beyonce and, and James Earl Jones uncork and actually, uh, you know, uh, she would tell a Jew, uh, she would tell a who I think is an amazing actor. Uh, he has got the world's most laid back, quiet, unassuming scar. Hmm. And it's just a shame because he's trying to follow J- Jeremy Irons, who plays one of the yeah. you know like of all time great Disney villain voices, mm-hmm. and it just nah, I don't know. Uh, let's talk some trailers. Okay. So a lot of cartoon trailers that we've already talked about, um, like Angry Birds. Um, I think you saw the Will Smith uh, pigeon. Yeah, I think it's spy called movie. Spies in Disguise. Yeah. I saw an extended trailer for that that I hadn't seen before. I saw the Frozen 2 trailer again, mm-hmm. uh, a new Maleficent trailer yep. that is extended. Which is following through the trend of like, there are, if, if you're a fan of the franchise, if you're a fan of the franchise, I think the final like 15 seconds is a ma- massive spoiler. Hmm. Um, a a big it. plot reveal. I don't either, but I'm just saying that like, it, it feels like that. It's one of those, the new trend of the trailer's over. Now there's a 15 second stinger to make sure your asses are in the seat, and we're gonna spoil a fucking plot reveal. Mm. I this is I don't know. I'm not really interested in this this movie at all. Yeah, uh, I saw a trailer for Abominal, which is a new uh, whoever the studio that was behind like uh, is it DreamWorks that did the uh, Always Cloudy or Partly Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? That sounds right. This is very sure. Partly Cloudy with a Chance of Snowman kind of. Okay. Kind of thing about a girl who befriends a Yeti, hmm. and there's a bunch of zany action. Um, 
I don't know. It didn't really grab me. And then uh, a trailer for Disney's Mulan. Yeah, I got that one too. Which I could see that being kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, if they like, I, I, it'd be interesting to see them uh, a vision where they just ditched a musical and just tell the straightforward tale of this uh, young girl who Joan of Arc's her way to uh, fight for her country's freedom against the evil Mongols. I think there's the Mongols. Uh, gang, it was it actually it wasn't Genghis Khan was the big oh that's right you guys seen I that have movie. no idea no. Anyway, she's gonna fight uh, the Mongols and the patriarchy. And the only that Mul- could be cool. The only Mulan I've seen is Mulan Rouge. <laughs> don't uh, think they're the same. Yeah, don't be expecting that Mulan going okay. into this Mulan because you'll. You wouldn't be, it I thought help that was the live action version of Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. That is where we have to part ways. If you are not a club member, um, we save our spoiler-filled reviews for uh, our club members, and you can join uh, and get these spoiler movie reviews as well as a bevy of other features by going to club.baldmove.com. Uh, please come back next week when – I think it's next week, right? That We, we see Once Upon a Time and That sounds right, yeah. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. That movie looks incredible. I cannot wait. Uh, I was really kind of let down by Tarantino's last one, The Hateful Eight. Yeah, and me too. I am this. This looks like a pretty stunning return to crazy Tarantino form. We'll see. We will see. Uh, so we'll be back there for next week. Uh, if you're a club member, come on into the spoiler section. Everybody else, head to club.baldmove.com and sign up today.